what an honor it is to be here with you. Thank you for your patience. I am Aurora. Let's start it off with a little dance. Come on, you all. Let's get ready. Part two to the Mayan. Wow. What a oh, gigantic series this has been. Come on. Let's go. Dance it off for a minute. Shake it off. Come on. Get ready. Yeah. Wow. So phenomenal. I am Aurora. This is part final, final episode to the Mayan Atlantean series, which we've been conducting for over two years. What a joy and an honor it is to be here with you. And for you, if you've been watching it from the beginning and are on this final episode, wow, this is uh, so tremendous that you've been here with us. So thank you. Or if you're just joining us now, go back and watch them all so you could understand it's quite amazing. Along with this series, as well as the Antarctica, removing Antarctica Antarctica series, so, so big to our soul's evolution and ascension. Thank you. Thank you. So a little bit more about me. I am a galactic historian. I am um, also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which is right here. And um, you can find under Amazon as well as Barnes and Noble. Here's book two. So go check it out. It tells you the history of the universe and the multiverse. Um, it's just amazing is, is what we can say. It's incredible. Um, the universe tells us the truth of the, the universe and the earth. Um, come learn how to take your power back, find out about these entities, how they compromise, how they infringe, and how to not consent, most importantly. So, um, yeah, go learn that sacred knowledge that we share through that book series. And then also, I am known as a spiritual revolutionist, and I, I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis, Entity Removal, Past Life Regression. Perhaps you run into some of the practitioners who are posting maybe around the world. Um, so it's such an honor to that you have if you have but otherwise you can check out more practitioners or our practitioners.com come get your session but i offer past life regression or a hypnosis entity removal as well as raw reiki sessions quantum galactic akashic readings which i am the founder and creator of and you can come book a session with me under risingphoenixaurora.com i host workshops live as well as retreats our next retreat you all if you've been looking to get to angel oaks which is such a sacred land so sacred get yourself there and um because last day is march 4th so you can still do it sign up hurry up we i'd love to meet you there and come learn how to take your become your own self healer how to you know not allow um these negative energies entities around um around the basically you know parasitically around the universe and some verses as well um to infringe upon you or to you know make you less empowered less than what you are you know you take your power back and you say no i don't consent using those that sacred alchemy so yeah come learn i do online workshop for that aura hypnosis and raw reiki next one is in april and then otherwise i'll see you in angel Oaks. and after that you i'll see you right around the 88 portal in wow in um grand canyon 
Sedona. But let's get started, you all. This is just amazing. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, let me know how you all like Rumble. I really would like to move my videos over to Rumble. That way I don't have to censor myself here. But I know that um, some sometimes Rumble, like the comments are not quite good. So let me know if you're having issues like writing comments there or if there is, you know, any kind of like issues because I noticed that also like the live there's a lot of people watching just as here but um there's not that many comments well they really mess with our numbers here though so the numbers you're seeing are quite false but yeah so I'd love to move over somewhere where it's not so censored so hopefully we can move over there go make those accounts and rumble so that we can be more um fluid there okay beautiful wow what a joy so let's get started so um I am, I have Gina in chat. She's watching chat and she's going to be adding the doc. I think we're going to start doing something different, it seems like, um, because I think that I'm from here on, I'm going to be channeling and I'm just going to, I started doing this with the Nikola Tesla videos, which you all have to go when I channel, go see that under Patreon Rising Phoenix Mystery School. Um, that's it's a surprise. Well, who we're gonna channel? Actually, we're in March first. I almost said May first because I keep thinking we're May first, um, but because of the Mayans, we're channeling the Mayans. Yes, so we're in March first this month. We're gonna channel someone gigantic. So go sign up to that tier, and and you know keep watching out for what we're channeling. But the Nikola Tesla, um, we started doing where I would channel and then I would channel with my eyes open so we're going to start doing that i feel because that's what they're asking for now um so we'll have someone always in chat and they'll keep track of that and then i'll be talking so first half i'll be closed eyes in channel and then, and then i can still open my eyes and channel them telepathically because i don't need to close my eyes it's just easier to see and sense and pick up on things easier when they channel and plus easier for them to speak like that okay so let's get started here we go all right and before we get started, like we always say, we do not consent to you haters and trolls. Keep it. Don't even bother. I am too sovereign. Keep your negative comments, whatever you want, your negative energy. It'll be yours to transmute because I am too sovereign for any of that. Thank you. Let's get started. Okay. I'm going to start taking deep breaths and I'm going to go in and we'll see where the journey takes us. Wow. Well, I'm getting ready here. I was listening to part one. I only listened to the, like the last 30 minutes of it because I was trying to hurry to prepare for this class. And when I channel, I tend to forget a lot of what we were speaking about. And I was like, whoa, that was incredible. Honestly, you all, the Mayan loss of the station part one is incredible. So if you haven't watched that, go watch that. But um, it's, it's just amazing the way that that Atlantean goddess taught us an immensity of sacred teachings so um, we'll see what they could share now but she has asked me that she would like for me to make courses of the Mayan teachings so that I'm very excited about so you got a taste of through part one and now part two of what the Mayan teachings are, are like and how sacred they are to our ascension so when that comes out just you know join us for the Mayan course so just want to let you know it's exciting 
wow, I'm going to go through and just really go deep into the understanding of the Mayan teachings. And it's amazing, you know, uh, I feel that we're very much aligned, like what they're teaching is some of what I am teaching, of course, um, already intuitively from Divine Mother, because it's the same knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. So add your questions in the comments. I'll go ahead and ensure to answer them. She's showing herself in this beautiful form. So we are going to continue on from part one. We're not going to really repeat anything that we said there. If we need to summarize, we will. But these are going to be new teachings. Most more of the videos, new teachings. So we, she presents herself in this beautiful form, and it, it reminds you reminds me so much of when we channeled the Sumerian, the Sumerian goddess, Divine Mother Ishtar, in her beautiful form. So that's how she's presenting herself, even though she had this Atlantean form that she already described to you in part one. Even though she had that form, she was like this energy that was uh, gigantic. And when she turns into this beautiful, like, type of like, goddess, divine mother form, where, you know, she has a beautiful kind of goddess body, and then she has a, a crown. So she's like half phoenix and half female and she has a, the egyptian crown the isis one the hathor one where it's the horns the sacred horns to connect you to the beyond and then she has the sphere of source at the center and then from there though it's very beautiful to see because in order for her to see even more deeply, detailedly, she is, has, like you could say like those indigenous masks, and I feel that that's where this began from. She's wearing like a bird mask, but not quite because she's female, but beast under here is all female, the rest of this female. And then this bird, beautiful feathered rainbow crystalline mask that looks like bird eyes, phoenix eyes, basically. And then from there, you could say um, she has feathers all alongside her whole backside, these rainbow feathers down to the bottom. And her feet are like the raw feet, the blue avian feet, the Ishtar feet, where they are bird 
claws like an eagle or griffin and then she's showing me mm -hmm, she has six wings that are like angel phoenix rainbow again wings is her whole entire being is this this golden rainbow light that is just so etheric and beautiful that it is hard to tap into or even keep up with her of her vastness and gigantic energy she is so this is what she's showing me like this was an expression is an expression of her which is also understood through the say the thunderbird the phoenix that you see depicted in many um, pyramids in the mesoamerica and lower regions of america okay wow so she has so much to share with us of the times that we have forgotten and so she she's saying that she shared with us um the the beginning right and then kind of the end now she's going to show you share with you the in between of what it was like to interact with these people how they developed and how they grew and how they became the astrologers that they became so it's quite incredible the civilization and what we have forgotten and then she's going to tell you you know towards then what happened with the mayan people so it's a summary that she wanted me to share with you so this is the view that you could visualize her and see her now this vastness that not many can stand by. And I feel that that's why, yes, um, yes. So not many can stand by or really be by because of this fire that's ignited her through her, which is source flame, which is this purifying flame that does not allow anything artificial or AI um, within her proximity. So, so then say someone who has friendships within them they're still working on and trauma they have a choice whether they will they step through the say the fire the rings of fire to purify themselves or or will they step away from and run from the rings of fire because they don't want to change and evolve and purify wow so she's a very powerful being uh, ultimately we shared in the first video how she was the daughter of the flame phoenix so this is so beautiful the way that she's showing us this female divine mother essence with this phoenix form wow it's quite incredible okay so i'm gonna go ahead and let her speak once she showed me the very first beginning scene image that she's showing me okay so what i'm doing right now is i'm traveling through time and space like an aura it is an aura hypnosis basically i have my symbols on my sacred alchemy, my infinite force feels the source of light and only source of light is allowed within the space. And that is all, that is all. Okay, so here we go. I'm taking breaths and let her talk. You write your questions to answer them when I open my eyes.
Greetings. I am Divine Mother, the Phoenix, the daughter of the flame. I went by in that incarnation as Aura. As your Aura, the colors of your energy field. Once more, thank you for being here to listen to our sacred teachings of what has been forgotten from this ancient civilization of the Mayans, who were the strongest warriors who were able to retain the sacred knowledge to leave this behind for you. We will go into much of the civilization and much to connect it to the now of the time and space you are in now. Thank you. What an honor. Move on our mic forward here. Make sure you can hear us good. Thank you. So we will continue now back to back to the time where we were back to the time where we were we had already started the civilizations we had started to spread the sacred knowledge we're building the beginning pyramids we've beginning to, we've begun to touch the teach the civilization of these indigenous natives to these sacred lands of the Yucatan area, the Gulf of Mexico, Mexico areas there. So they're starting to spread and they spread fast. They're learning one, one civilization learns them, teaches another tribe and teaches another tribe, but they must all go through a form of, as I lived, as I said, hundreds of years here, up to 700 years, if we could give it a time, but not quite right. However, so more that we would communicate and perhaps you could say visualize, like say the councils, the councils of benevolence, the councils of twelves, the councils of nines, the councils of fours, you know, so, so on and so on. These councils, you know, they, they started to incarnate. The more that we started to build our lands here on Yucatan, then they started to spread and build. And then you could say like in your time and space now, star seeds started to be born because we needed more star seeds. So that marked the beginning points of star seeds, star seeds being born after the bifurcation, trifurcation of the fall of Atlantis. Now these star seeds that were coming in, they would be born into children. And this is one of the reasons why we wanted an image of a beautiful native little child there for you, because that is when the seeding of the star seeds first started anchoring in. Do you understand? So then as they started to anchor in, we would I would um I and my beautiful twin flame and the councils that we're starting to build that were benevolent, that were not yet doing any of what you're hearing later perhaps, which we will clarify later on, um, because we were now, of course, you can't keep complete peace because, you know, the virus is the fall of lenses is spreading and it's everywhere, it's outside, but it was important that we created these cymetic pyramids, these constant bells, the frequency that are constantly emitting, even though you can't quite hear it, as we explained in the previous video, these pyramids are constantly emitting a frequency of love light source of light so know that you can at any point you could actually pick up on the crystalline grid of the pyramids of all of earth that are constantly going ee through your ears and you're like ow what is that you know some people can feel it painful or some people are just kind of disturbed by it but actually you're you're there's a frequency network of 
either angelic tones, light language, um, source light codes, you know, in combination with higher, higher, the hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics that have been left through all the civilizations on Earth, in combination with the crop circles, and they unify together and create this quantum field that is emanating out through the pyramids. And then you're, if you are waking up or you know are awakened and you are supposed to be picking up on that frequency when your earrings so there's nothing wrong with you you're meant to listen into the light codes that are coming in into your audio your clear audience okay now i'm going to be going back and forth to your time and space in our time and space because i want to connect again like aurora told you bridge in the now to the now of that i am currently in as i'm speaking to you of the me now in this time and space okay so we're looking at um maybe about 700 years after the fall of atlantis which could be also be explained like maybe a thousand years but maybe two thousand maybe four thousand honestly there's so many infinities of timelines that have happened both within this earth that also one earth has parallel earths within oneself so it's like an onion so hmm, not quite numbers however we do our best to explain to you because yes now water mm -hmm. okay semantics yes mm -hmm. so yes so we're spreading spreading you can visualize like how when a tree sprouts and she grows, he or she grows and grows and grows and she, he grows their branches and their trunk gets thicker and bigger and the roots get longer and stronger and wider. So that's how you could visualize the spreading of the say, ancient teachings of the Atlantean on our side of what's going on. Now we know that our brethren from the Atlanteans who escape the fall also we're teaching the other sides of the worlds but we're speaking of this space time and space now as this mayan series okay now we're spreading we're spreading and yes the star seeds are birthing in so that's the first say call of the waves of volunteers as you call them now and they are as they birth in they come say of age but typically the year 13 is a very powerful year for every soul on earth because it is a coming of abilities, coming of strength, not coming into adulthood. A child would never be an adult at 13. That's just programming. We're talking about coming of in their strongest essence as they've been 13, 13 years on, on earth. This is a very sacred time. When you look at the Mayan teachings, you will see that everything was ran by the number 13 which which was accurate the 13 uh, um as aurora was reading a summary a summary of the mayans she realized how much she was teaching already of exactly what we're teaching over in our time and space was so quite incredible as these teachings are now being taught through this clear conduit of source of light so that you're able to then regain the memory of what we were teaching then of there were original Atlantean divinity love light teachings wow so so that is just really that was an epiphany for her very exciting uh, for her to know that that 
is being that it hasn't been forgotten basically is the greatest importance always in service to others and never self gain that's how I work in my time and space and this is how aura works in this time and space as well never always in service to others everything she does is in service to others all of it service to collective service to ascension all of that okay so this is the way that i was vibrating in this time and space so i can continue to spread i mean um, the mission's a mission there's nothing else there's no time for foolishness ego self-gain in any service to self now you do have to have a quantity of service to self you know to assist yourself you know for housing and food we're not talking about that we're talking about people who are just looking in it for what's in it for me self-gain that is very arconic frequency that we do not vibe to and it is quite a say um, a hindrance and annoyance it it it, it, ref it deflects out from our energy so this is the energy to paint you a picture of what the councils were holding the space of because you can say that their energies whether here in egypt and the himalayas wherever they were at india so on they were pushing out sumeria they were pushing out this negativity service to self and it wouldn't vibe to them you could say so that's what these bells truly are doing and we've you've talked about in your tartary the tartarian bells what they're doing but see they can't fully remove cymatic pyramids right there they there's thousands of them that haven't even been found that are you know covered up by overgrown jungles they're covered up and you can't see them and they're constantly vibing out source of light and pushing out the inversions which then allows basically the star seeds to come in easier so just like in our time and space so even though like the ai archon virus was happening people are turning allowing their ego to be controlled by the archon and they're starting to do dark sorcery all that that happened in atlantis that made it fall we are holding the space here because the pyramids themselves to to be with in alignment with them they're constantly vibing out and pushing out the inversion so that's what was really assisting us in the fact that we are still incarnated in this time and space with the people you know eventually we do have to leave which we'll talk about later but um yes we set up such a beautiful foundation and we literally told you piece by piece of what was coming through our pyramids including some that haven't been found because they're not meant to be found yet right everything happens in divine timing so mm -hmm. back to yes so i would go and find them and never self-gain never pedestals never okay so as a teacher say you, you could visualize me like an elder like an elder that is assisting children and i would go through and i would um find the council members of benevolence of starseeds that were coming in through the stars the stars themselves the con the pyramids that we aligned the constellations to they literally were starting to be born so incredible so and then i would assist them to help them start like giving them tools and teachings and helping them guide them so that they could then become say um leaders teachers of their civilization because we needed the numbers to continue to keep growing there was already so many 
grow, 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 grow. And once more, like I said in the first video, um, it was a force field. My force field was so powerful that it would push out any inversions, push them out. Or even people say entities, a lot of what like Yashua would explain to you how he would use the source of light to push out the illness, the, the entities, implants, so on, that were um, the beginning stages of that in our time and space because of the fall had just happened of Atlantis. So therefore um we're providing like sacred shielding the the children are learning you know to rub their hands together use force fields around they're also learning how to connect to the pyramids themselves and then some of these pyramids that you see stacking up and there's like an infinity of stairs that you could barely climb up you know we not only did we build them like that cymatically but we also it was important that we guarded the children that were the star seeds that were going to grow up and become uh say powerful protectors of their tribes and so uh, we we're showing Aurora how the pyramids were built like if so there was so there's a bigger square here smaller 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 smaller, smaller right and at the top there's like a temple too and there is where the star seeds were would sit and they would be they were taught not to go in their ego to stay in their heart stay in your heart stay in your heart stay in your heart okay taught to hold that frequency of love and then but we know that there was dark stuff happening already in some deep areas in the jungles in the caves and outside areas of the mesoamerica regions where we still hadn't reached so they would try to come in and so for a safety for these starseeds who were assisting to hold the source of light they would they would be at the very top of these pyramids that would take you literally forever to get up there because it was a protection for them so and then there they had appointed guards or say like how you would see like bodyguards how you have bodyguards now and then they would line up and uh, especially protect. So, I mean, by the time a dark person would try to come up those stairs, <laughs> they'd be like tripping, exhausted by the time they would get up there and someone would reach them, you understand? So it was a safety, it's kind of like a castle, you build a castle and you, you know, you, you build a castle with like, you know, spears coming out of it, a, a water full of alligators and they can't get in, you know, like that. Except for there, we didn't have walls, walls to build the, the pyramid, but it was to protect the star children then you understand okay it's a little bit like uh aurora's watching her children the avatar ang which they love that series they're having a live play of that and how you know that avatar the ang ang avatar the last airbender and how sacred he is and say the chosen one so there there's many chosen ones that were being born star children that were gonna that were holding a sacred space that their mothers were um sacredly birthing them into earth that were here as again council ascended masters you know many beings from star seeds just like you are now right okay so this began that for you that now in the now for you in the now 
which is quite incredible, huh? So we began it for you so that you at this point have accumulated so many star seeds that it's really hard for them to, to play games with their foolish cabal games, right? Okay. How are we doing? We're doing good. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. Now, okay. So let's see. So they were also connected, these star children were uh, connected to the universal laws of the sacred universe. So they were guardians of these keys that Aurora has, has a whole playlist for you on YouTube. And then book one, a whole chapter. So they were there guarding and they were anchoring in the keys. Going back to the original Pangea and how Yeshua was Noah, Noah's Ark and how these lands spread out to become positioned to where they're at for the keys. So they were anchoring in these sacred laws, laws of free will, law of wisdom, law of love, so on. Okay. Because, uh, well, we can't just build the building, right? That holds the construct of the 13 keys and the balance of universal laws of creation and the, the universe and onto earth. If we don't have the people that are hold the energy of these sacred laws, that are guardians of these sacred laws. You understand? So we already had, say, angel form. So this is so this is before Tartaria, therefore, like these angels that you see that we saw in Tartaria that had actual angel wings were being born in this time and space of the Mayans. So there was actual babies, children that did have angel wings through uh, evolution depending on how strong they stayed in their heart, how purified they stay, how much they really did mean love and protection for others and never ill intent. And as they leveled up like this years and years on earth, they continued through the centuries and Mayans to develop. And then eventually they continued to spread out. But so were the other teams spread out from the Atlantean ancestors spread out doing this as well. And it seems in Yeshua, all these locations, right? So, uh-huh and then they yes okay they spread out everywhere so some of these giants these giants and these angelic beings that you see statues of everywhere i mean but they've broken a lot of these statues but there was really a lot a lot a lot before before the fall of tartaria uh, were basically just depictions of actual beings that would fly in the skies some of them as you know were petrified actual statues of petrified them when they Tartaria and Tartica series watch that with the fall of the trees, the gigantic trees that happened there. Okay, so therefore, mm -hmm. yes. so of course they were very real. <laughs> it's just, it's, wow. Just uh, uh, looking at the consciousness of our time and space to your consciousness now and how much programming there is and you and wow you know it's, it's if you think about it all this time of this virus. To remove you right now my time and space to how much the virus spread but then it's it's no longer, especially after 1221 2012 that we left behind for you, which I am going to go over. However, some of this is too sacred to share with you, so you will have to join the course with Aurora later when, she, when that's put together. 
yes that wow that pivotal moment in time and space Ooh, it's so big okay mm -hmm. this back back let me go back here <laughs> getting ahead of myself wow yeah oh yes i was talking about how much the virus the i can't say that word let's delete that word the 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 artificial intelligence thing has spread our concept spread on the entire earth and wow and the way that it has spread uh, but then the way that the fire, the source flame, the purifying flames of, of the flames within you and the flames within Mother Earth and the flames within source and all these stars that are flames, plasmic flames of creation have have really, they have no power over us at, at or say you in your time and space. They have no power over you. It's only the what you allow to for them to have power over you. They have none if you don't allow it. Now, mm -hmm. let's see what else. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yes, the consciousness is much different now because we're at the beginning stage where you know they're trying to say infringe and they've caused all the fall of Atlantis, but they're not quite fully in charge of the whole Earth because we're a strong light and we're spreading. The councils that spread on earth were spreading the light infinitely. Mm -hmm. Stop with the hierarchy. I see the hierarchy that you all have on earth. This is just cool. It's just all this idealism and all this like righteousness and all this like pedestals and hierarchy. It's, it's just it's insane to watch it, remote view it now on your earth because like someone says oh we're in the council of 12 huh? we're better than you all oh, we're counseling uh you know i'm an ambassador you know like oh yes i'm an ambassador of earth no one should call themselves an ambassador of earth that is actually very amusing that people believe that for one and allow your energy to to feed that don't allow that that is words that i want to use like child's play but honestly like children are wiser than that to fall for that kind of stuff so like these things that people are putting us on pedestal you need to stop doing that because in our time and space we're holding the space and we're not doing that yet in the mayans but i mean we know that after we leave they do get a bit distorted we'll talk about however yes okay everyone is many beings you are a leering queen you are a pleiadian princess you are an angel uh, everyone is many multi-dimensional beings and we need to stop worshiping and putting people's on pedestals on this okay that is that is the plague that we're talking about to do that no one person is an appointed ambassador that's not how that works Ooh, there goes that, that 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 energy is just really like that energy is very irritating to even like feel outside the field of who I am because it's like I as this phoenix just wants to transmute that and eradicate that because that is nonsense it is garbage it is it is foolish 
And in your time and space, I can speak like this because, I mean, and you're in that final battle, say the final showdown. And it's, it's those, it's done. It's like you need to stop allowing yourself to be pulled into these inverted matrixes, which Aurora did a beautiful job communicating that recently about the matrixes that they pull you into. Yeah, seeing the way that the, the Illuminati and the Cabal and how they're even really, truly, they're running the spiritual communities, which I can't go deeper into that. But they're running it. You have no idea how much they're running it. So, uh, can't go further. So, let's continue on that. Um, so, going back, 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 <laughs> going back and forth. Okay. So, here you are in the now. No, none of that's allowed in our time and space. Okay. And if someone starts turning, um, what is the word? Turning like this, can't use that word. So start turning with the artificial intelligence plague, we'll call it a plague. Uh, then basically what happens is that, is that they have a choice. All these like star seeds children elders they become older at this point we're fast forwarding now they're older and some of them you know could be 100 some could be 40 you know they're they're coming in at different decades of times and spaces they're they have like this divine kind of say divine guide we call it protocol but it's not a protocol like divine book you could say that they're really good at detecting what's false or not um, a matching vibration to source of light. So if so, it's like this person starts be vibing to that, they have a choice, come work on yourself, come here, the, the collective of this say tribe of this pyramid civilization, because there's many, right? There's many, we're at the time and space where there's many tribes and many pyramids, hundreds, thousands of them spread out, okay? All the way down, even down to South America at this point, okay? And, and in the Americas, because you have many pyramids as well, even up to Canada. So like they've already, basically we spread. So think about like what it was like before the English and the Spanish came and how the natives were all everywhere, right? Not including the Tartarian times, but they were everywhere, all the way up to Canada, down to the tips of South America, right? Okay, so so all we're talking about, they're spread everywhere. And um, at this point, I'm starting to like, starting to look into ascending out, you know, ascending out of this because I've done what I needed to do on Earth after the fall of Atlantis. I brought what I needed to brought the teachings here. And they're, so they are already learning. <laughs> they weren't, say, savages. Actually, the savages were the English and the Spanish that were murdered, that came in and murdered and raping them. They're the real savages. So in this period, they are working with people. If someone, if this virus, because remember, we're trying to work with the virus to not work with the virus. We're trying to work with not allowing the virus in. So remember, it's trying to penetrate these energy civilizations, these force fields. 
and it depends on how big that the energy that the space that the star seats hold that are pointed in these tribes so like you can visualize like many yeshuas you can say and each yeshua is in each so mary and mary magdalene's they're set up in all these spaces and then they soul strong in their heart they hold carriers very strong carriers of christ consciousness energy in them that they don't even they don't even they're irritated and say you could say the easiest words for you to understand is irritated or annoyed by the ai it's it's a not a matching vibration to them so they don't let, allow it in so so long as they stay strong and in their heart nothing can come into these fields of pyramids so that was the whole beginning point and why at that point through your Tartarian time safe fast forward way in the future where the English and Spanish are attacking these people because they were still even though we had left at that point they were they were still carriers of these sacred knowledges of Atlantean teachings and they wanted to densify these teachings and also to penetrate the energies and lower the density on earth and then initially really lower to the lowest third dimension after Tartaria onto where you are now in the lowest third dimension, but now you've raised so much, although from the initial fall of Tartaria, you've had a whole century to work on bringing the energies up and you've done a tremendous work. Okay. Mm hmm. So yes, back to the people who have been um, contaminated by the plague, artificial intelligence thing that spread. Um, they have a choice where you work on yourself, heal yourself. They had the tools, actually. They had light. They have light back then. Just like Egyptian, you'll see like hieroglyphics have like images of light bulbs. They had their own light. Not quite like nikola teslas but they had their own light and then we have the time and space of our time and space which was more like a natural light that was vibrating out from the pyramids at night so what we can sh explain to you is because the star seats were sh shielding and emanating so much love light source of light um so were the people the children such a vast amount right they're they're glowing really and then this basically still allowed for some of the crystalline energy light to remain within the stones of all these pyramid mesoamerica pyramids right okay so then the pyramids at night would literally glow they would glow in our time and space it would glow like a firefly so you wouldn't be in a full dark the the walls glowed like fireflies they had this natural chemistry inside of them that would glow crystalline chemistry still it's a little bit like when you have you go to a cave and they're taking you through a walkthrough and then they turn off all the lights and then they use like a luminescent light and you see that actually the crystals are glowing or the stones are the st the walls of the cave is glowing with this uh, violet light that so so imagine like that but in our time and space they were really glowing at night so during the day basically what would happen is that the sun father Ra, would charge up the stones through the pyramids and then 
so then the stones, which are really crystals, as we talked about in the first part one video, um, then would illuminate that light that was soaked in all day. And then same cycle, you know, then they again would come charged up with the sun. And, you know, that's truly why they do all these chemtrails and, and these fake blankets, because they know how truly powerful, they know how truly powerful the sun is. Mm -hmm. In awakening people of Earth and charging up these organic structures of crystalline pyramids all over Earth. So they're trying to block that, but as you know, you're where, where you are stopping a good, good amount of those infringements. You know, you got one day where it's 80 degrees, one hour later, it is down to 20, 40, 40 degrees less. It's like that's their machines, as you know. Now, in their time of space, they didn't quite develop at that point. They weren't uh, developed with your heart machines as, well, not yours, but their heart machines. So they couldn't stop the sun in our time and space. Okay. Mm -hmm. They weren't there yet. Okay. Let's see what else I can show or share with you. This time of space, there was many beings. It was beautiful. Um, these pyramids were portals. So only a matching vibration to source of light would be able to portal in and out. So aliens were coming in through these pyramids, just like say the pyramids of Giza, these all these pyramids on the other side of the world. Okay. And there were like actual blue avian beings coming in, say in physical energetic form, both. Um, there were actual Lyran beings coming in. There were actual, you know, ladybug beings, actual, you know, um, star beans okay so 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 we're seeing that already and that's why you also saw, see it in egypt these humanoid forms too okay so they were already um say coming in in our time and space and living among us you will also see in the mesoamerican hieroglyphics that you will see you know like half animal half human because they were coming in to, from the stars, from this very astrology that we were connecting in that energy. And they were basically uh, portaling in their uh, star constellation energy. And so eventually, as we continue to build these and I'll completely align them to the 88 constellations and on that you see every day, eventually then we started feeling uh, having benevolent source of light beings coming in and then they started anchoring in some of their basically say um, energy into the pyramids so that in your time and space in the future they could be more born like all these constellations that you are from so they they started doing that so that you can now incarnate in a higher quantity very high quantity that is unstoppable in your time and space we know that you're understanding i know this is very big okay so right okay so let's see what we are what else we want to show here mm -hmm. Water. okay Ah, you're the red dragon. Wow, it's incredible energy you all are feeling. Ooh, 
Ooh, this begins, um, let's just say every year from here on is going to be another year of the dragon. Let's say that because, I mean, it will be energetically. Wow, powerful energies you have going on. Okay, so let's see. So know that the veil is very thin now. Every aura has explained to you how every day of this year the dragon will be like a lion's gate. So know that our vast divinity of strength here is being, say, merged, fed into your time and space with source of light is coming in, coming in, and the veil is very thin between our now to your now. Very thin. And we are converging. There's a convergence. There's a, basically a beauty that is happening with uh, Pluto. Pluto. So if you look at the star alignment right now, and it's been like this for a couple, maybe a month or more, Venus and Mars are together. And um, the child, there's a child with them, which is so Neptune is with them or Pluto. They're kind of changing back and forth, Neptune and Pluto. I believe mostly Neptune is right next to them. So if you look at the stars now, so there's a birthing of energy. So in this perspective, Venus and Mars is really representing, say, mother and father. There's, again, so much false information about that you're going to hear about Mars and all these things. But if you look at Mars, it's actually this. If you look at it with your an actual, say, telescope or camera, you will see that all the stars have changed, right? They weren't like this before. They You could actually see them in their embodiment, their collective force. So what perhaps was negatively being done in Mars or other locations around back in different times and spaces of Earth or other parallel Earths is not really like the organic Mars has come online. And you can say their bifurcation has happened as well. Because remember, you started here and then the rest of, so what do you think happened after, say, um, the 1221, 20, 2012 that happened in, in your Gregorian, but really that happened for now. Even the Ethiopian calendar is not quite accurate to the original Mayan calendar that we left behind for you. Um, but it is the closest. So it was that time and space when you know what, and you know what, and you know what, you cannot say. So it was like uh, 2020, 2021, that time was the real Mayan calendar of 2012, okay? Now, so that is the whole bifurcation you started seeing, right? The, the organic from the artificial, what, what timeline do you choose? Being more organic or being artificial? But if you choose to be organic, you do have to do the work. You can't just think you're gonna go into that without removing the artificial from within you. It's just not how it works. Similar to the, all the examples I've shown you of the, the star children that were being born in our time and space okay so let's continue to see what else we have here <clears throat> okay um so let's see So yes, the children were a lot, they were still retaining some of the Lumerian. So 
in our time and space, it hadn't quite fallen to the third dimension like you are now. It was more like a fourth, fifth in between of that. And the children were, were able to fly. Some could even just float with no, say, angel wings. They could float off using the magnetic fields of the lands. Also, if you look back, you will see that our stone, a lot of them and our, say, uh, re, what, are the, what do you call it now? You call it... Uh, now remains um, art, art, artifacts, you call them artifacts. They had, they were made out of jade. They were made out of, you know, obsidian, these different crystals. So the children were very much attuned with different crystals. And they were, they knew, they knew how to like remote view and find the crystals even beneath them. And like, they're so developed, these children and used and they would vibrate especially the hematite in these areas were very important and um, they were able to use the combination of these crystals to basically vibrate themselves up and float around a little bit like again the ang avatar where he uses the air to float himself around they were they were they were avatars yes that's the best way they were avatars of our time and space and they were they could do the elements they can hold fire they can hold water okay okay so then such a beautiful time and space that was happening even after that fall of atlantis it was beautiful to see the humankind blossom and evolve even like in their organic bifurcation of vesicovices versus those who were losing it because they chose the you know to be on pedestals and whatever to think that they're higher than every everybody and their ambassadors over the whole earth <laughs> so so they were lost and while these these civilizations are just incredible vibing to the love light okay so eventually though we do have to send out we've done what we needed to do we can't be here we can't hinder we're teachers we can't we can't it's, it's, uh not hinder we can't we can never tell you what to do we could only give you guidance and even initially we we'll tell you to go inward so we get to that point where they they've learned to really find their inner guidance on their own the civilizations have done amazing and beautiful and gorgeous and just so cute these little starsies are so cute <laughs> okay um so it is time for us to ascend out me and my uh, twin flame came from atlantean atlantis and we ascend out now though we know that uh, they're not going to be able to keep up with it because you could say in a sense we were like say the main if you have a crystal grid you got the main beacon and especially if they're incarnated say on um foot they're going to be a very strong light that's going to be constantly echoing out like this like a heartbeat boom 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 drum cymatics again so they're they're going to be echoing out so if you if you pull that say from the incarnation which after we left we left our energy and our love behind but physically we weren't quite here so eventually through the centuries some of these things that we taught them they do start the virus does eventually come in and they start losing the truth they start you know say sacrificing you know the 13 year old virgins 
it's horrible. And but the the hieroglyphics that we left behind for you of like these demons and monsters and these bat like things, that was us telling you not to worship them. That was us telling you, hey, outside this say sacred civilization when it was ran when it was being um, held up benevolently there's all these like demon things outside of in the other lands so that was us telling you about these demons not to worship them or to please to them so yeah it did happen eventually because centuries later the 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 hmm, hmm, plague keeps spreading and they the plague keeps spreading and then they they start taking over more right um just like you saw especially fall fall tartaria at that point and then they spread and they're going after all these different locations where they're still holding especially the natives they're going after the natives because they're holding the ancient teachings of Atlanteans of of being one with the earth and loving mother earth and how she's beautiful and the elements and to honor love and respect everything never waste never you know take for granted so to treat mother earth like the embodiment she is and the beauty she is okay we knew it was going to happen but then we also knew that at some point we'd be back in your time and space again really populated with star seeds after the fall of Tartaria and I knew we knew yeah I I knew we knew our civilization knew that in your time and space that you, you were going to come up with that final because we had foreseen again through the stars telling us and this could this will be more in the course how to read the stars to be able to see through them because that's what we will do in our time and space see like a fast forwarding into your time and space fast forward fast forward and the stars will talk to us and tell us what's happening in your time and space so that we can set up what's happening what's happening in our time and space so that in your time and space you can prevail you understand so there so the stars are telling us these collective consciousness of benevolent beings are telling us what is made out of light like these stars are these planets are really just stars right what is made out of light is has has cannot be penetrated it is source of light these stars are just you know cannot be penetrated typically with the AI, AI plague unless they do have some machines that do harm stars but um if a star is in your proximity, you're looking at it and it's vibrant and glowing and plasmic and beautiful and it has a star themselves have cymatics within themselves. If you look at them, they make up shapes and Aurora has shown you like testimonial videos of her retreats and how the stars started shifting in those time and spaces and how they started turning to Merkabas in different shapes and pyramids and so on in the sky. So this is what has happened because basically what's happening is that the stars are a reflection of the pyramids that are directly aligned to the star each each time each tiny little star has a pyramid right and they're they're reflecting so you're seeing the reflection truly when you look at a star you look you're seeing the reflection of the pyramid 
so so the star is emanating now sacred geometry cymetics into the pyramid you understand so then the pyramid then is echoing out the cymetics of that star and the different shapes and colors within that star so this is how important the stars are okay mm -hmm. yes yes is there anything else we want to share here so you've seen reflections of one another, you understand? Um, so really these pyramids, you can feel like this is how we want you to, if, if you ever are able to connect or touch foot upon these, is we want you to feel them like, and remember a lot of them are still like, they, you know, they look like little hills, but they're really pyramids. So we, we want you to, when you connect to them, feel yourself like you're going into into say time travel portal but we are going into the star source of light of that soul group energies if you want to now of course but that is a very powerful way and then also the your tartarian buildings also connect to the stars too in another form which we can talk more about later but because they also hold up the grid and they a lot of these buildings basically were original Atlantean buildings. The buildings that you see and you're like, there's no way a human made this. Like, whoa. Those buildings that are so incredibly symmetric in perfect degrees in every single shape, those were made in Atlantis. And basically, when Atlantis fell, they turned into these buildings instead. So they were crystal buildings, and they turned into flowers of life. And what you're looking at is just so beautiful. And why? That's why they put in that that inversion of the religion and these cathedrals that are so sacred, and there shouldn't be any petals in there. It's disgusting. <sighs> the way that they are violating Earth and mother earth and the children is unacceptable and this is why i tell you to focus and pay attention and don't let yourself don't lend your energy don't let your light to power up these inverted matrixes okay but you are free-willed and we respect your choices as always but we send you love light and phoenix flame if you need it <laughs> Okay, now. Mm -hmm. See what else we can put together for you here. Is there anything else we want to share of our time and space? The first video was so much, right? Two hours. We're just so happy to be here concluding this video. Mm hmm. Feel like we've shared so much sacredness already so we're at our limits of sharing sacred knowledge in this time and space thank you you are incredible you are loved share this video as far and wide as you can share it part one part two this whole series share it it's so important and waking up and bringing more of these star children on earth Looking through if there's anything else we are missing here. Mm -hmm. We're going to answer your questions now, though. So 
I'm sure that your higher selves will make sure that we don't miss anything we're meant to share today because your questions are going to be incredible. So yes, we're going to go ahead and allow Aurora now to open her eyes and she's still going to be communicating from us. Oh, the Mayans. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. Yes, so this is what happened. Okay. So those star children eventually had children and children and children, right? But initially, of our time and space, when it is true, the civilization dis- did vanish because they did ascend. So the pe- the people who were ready, so you could say that in our time and space, we had a bifurcation. So after we, after, say, um, we left, uh, we specifically, me and my twin flame, they had a time and space shortly after that they had a bifurcation within their own civilization, and then they chose to leave. And a whoever was a matching vibration to ascend out did ascend out and really are big guardians of your time and space, guarding Earth and creation so but then there was also people who stayed behind some of them stayed behind just because they weren't a matching vibration to one need that for them to ascend out as ascended masters but some of them just stayed behind because they needed to still hold light as guardians too so there was the choice to there and that is why it's so mysterious like what happened to the mayans because they did ascend we ascended out eventually mostly because they couldn't we did not want them to, they couldn't get access to our knowledge, so we needed to leave before they would try to get access to our knowledge. So basically, we really did ascend out. See, all these times and spaces are happening pretty close. Like, Tartaria is happening while there is indigenous people in living in the pyramids. You all, like, you understand? <laughs> this is Aurora talking more here. It's like, we can allow her to speak now so we're transitioning now so here we go so i'm gonna be speaking allowing for her to speak um from now okay Ooh. so so much so much um gotta refocus here okay hold on everything's kind of spinning one second the the visions to seeing that time and space is, is it's uh, so much more colorful than now. So readjusting to the colors now in my eyes. Um, so where are we? Um, where was she? Was she talking about? Uh huh. Oh, oh, what was she talking about? <laughs> okay, so yeah, she was talking about of of the of the now, right? So wow shared so much so much incredible okay i'm just like wow like okay i'm like i'm trying to come back here to continue this but then i'm like it's quite it's beautiful to see like i feel that she explained so beautifully what their civilization was but then we just like it's a whole nother level like the way that you saw the children being the future it's just, oh, there's just um, just such a beautiful feeling to watch them being honored, loved, and respected for who they were, like these beautiful beings that were not 
you know, put into programs in schools and forced to, you know, um, learn these bloody, you know, many forms of satanic type of stories in whether it's language arts or history. It's like, wow, like what they've done to the children in comparison is it's kind of sad to my heart to see the difference that's happened to how the children are being taught now and how much they're being hindered and oppressed and held back and controlled by these programs of the school system. <sighs> Their potentials are so much grander than what we're seeing. And yet they still prevail and fight on and don't quit. Salsa and love now, a wave of love to the children of Earth. Sending you love now. You got this. You're going to do this. You're going to ascend us out in the future. You are beautiful. You are loved and you are honored as the children of Earth. Yes, you are. You are the bravest warriors of creation. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so it is uh, beautiful what they showed me and the way. So, yes, the Mayans left. Then there was, um, they did what they needed to do and to protect. But then also, I saw how they also spread. So, the ones that stayed behind, they couldn't say quite stay in the pyramids. Some of them went to like a deeper type of, say, mountains and caves and into the inner earth more not completely say into the inner inner earth where say Adama and the Garthians are at but like yeah they could go visit there but then more like staying under the surface of like um where there's other worlds within the worlds of beneath the soil of mother earth where there's other worlds really where the worlds of the roots of the trees they were at and um till then Tartaria happens, and then they start targeting. They start, you've watched the Antarctic uh, Tartaria series to understand how they start then uh, targeting the indigenous, and then initially, then they also start tar targeting um, the trees and, 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 and the magical beings, the angels, dragons, all that. Okay, wow. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take your questions now. So let's see what we have here oh it's 224 <laughs> of course it is 224 2024 right now guys in, in central time aligning to the to the pyramids right of the sun and the moon and all the other pyramids wow okay so let's go let's see what questions we can answer at least 10 more minutes but otherwise, join me for the Mayan course, which is going to be found under Rising Phoenix Mystery School, Patreon taught life. Okay, so let's go learn through that course how we can use those teachings now. Okay, questions to be answered. Mm -hmm. All right, so the first question is, are there names we would know you as? I, probably the easiest one would be Ixchel. Ixchel, but honestly, you, you like you look at all those like different Mayan gods and goddesses. There's so many, right? And basically, they weren't gods and goddesses. I mean, I guess you can call them that, but they were the star seeds that I'm taught that we were talking about. Oh, 
genius. That's who they were. They were guardians assisting the children. Yeah. Wow. The children assisting us to not fully fall apart in the bifurcation that began in the fall of Atlantis. Thank you, star children. Um, okay. Next one is as when the 12 elders of Atlantis spread out in the lands like Isis did in Egypt, could you tell us about the two that landed in the Yucatan Peninsula? Yes, I did tell you about them. So, yes. So, yeah, you got to hear more about them. So, what else you want to know about, know about them? I mean, we talked about how, you know, the, the twin flame was Divine Father, um, Divine Father 4. Archangel four, which is basically Michael and Prince of Light, Archangel Michael. Okay. Um, just really assisting to anchor in the Divine Mother Father energies onto Earth, and of course, who better to do this than there? There were the elders of that the councils, right, of the of Atlantean that decided to come over here to bridge in all these pyramids on this side. Hmm. So that's who they were. And I mean, we would need Divine Father and Divine Mother bridging in those energies into the pyramids. Because if you carry strong, like many of you carry Divine Mother and Father fractals or essences within you. But ultimately, we're all, you know, birth, uh, we're all souls of Father and Mother, right? So we all are. Um, but some people carry more, more higher percentages of Divine Mother and Father depending on how much work you've done, how much you really are growing and so on. And the fact that you don't put yourself on a pedestal and think you're some kind of, you know, tyranny over others in a supposedly spiritual way, ridiculous. Um, so long as you're not doing that, then you will really truly grow. Otherwise you are vibrating to the Arconic matrix, which we got no time for. Um, so let's see. Yeah, so mm -hmm. so in order, basically what I'm seeing is that in order for that time and space, they needed to have father and mother bir basically birthing in the children, right? Just like source of light births out children and boop, 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 they keep popping out, right? Of source plasmic flame and they keep popping out all these fractals and beautiful souls and infinity, right? So then they had to do that same thing here through the pyramids, excuse me. And that's why all the pyramids basically represent um, the crystalline grid, read book one, especially book two that goes into that. Watch the series that I have going on to understand that further. But the pyramids are birthing in the souls, so that explains why father and mother would set up the pyramids so that we could birth in the star seeds and the souls, because otherwise you couldn't birth them in. <gasps> Again, because what happened is that the inverted matrix began then at the fall of Atlantis, and that it was that trapping of the souls. All the souls were going to the false light and be starting to be recycled in, recycled in, recycled in. So like these souls are trapped over there, and we can't quite get them out of there because that's their choice. They want to be there in these inversions because they have free will. So we needed help, what she's showing us. And that's why they called in the star seeds through the pyramids to incarnate the babies. You understand? Oh, that makes sense. Thank you for that question. <laughs> okay, I think I've done good with explaining who they were. They have, they have no uh, time or tolerance for worship at all. Disgusting. Ew. 
Okay, um, so let me see. Mm -hmm. yeah, you mentioned bringing teachings here. Could you please share with us some of the teachings? Oh yeah, I've already shared tons of them, right? Okay, so what else? Um, did these travelers build all the pyramids in their timeline? Yeah, they did. Uh-huh, everywhere. Okay. Next one is... Can... You know, and then they broke out into branches, like after they left, they, so basically you could say all indigenous beings came from the Mayans originally. And then there was Aztecs, right? And there was like Incas. And then like, that's like centuries after they left of what they turned into. Um, and then those were the tribes that came after. Yeah. And then with that, you know, the tribes started fighting against each other because, you know, the, the, plague was spreading okay can we still portal out of the pyramids in this time and space hmm. yes you can but you would have to be vibing incredibly high to source of light and you would have you couldn't have any entities no inversions no self gain in you like you're just vibing to love and then the love frequency that you would vibe to would actually then you could portal out and I know because in book two, you're going to read about it. I did leave out from a portal physically and came back an hour later. And you can read about it in book two. Okay, so I know it's possible because I've, I've done it. Um, so, but you have to be, again, very pure. Um, no ego whatsoever, just love. So what what is the meaning of the sacred spiral in the Mayans? Oh, the sacred spiral. I mean, goodness, thank you for your questions. <sighs> Well, the sacred spiral basically represents creation and how there's the one point, right? There's the one point, which is mother, father, and then how they counter. If you notice, the spirals are counter on the Mayans, not clockwise. So center, then they spiral out, out, out. So the spirals mean divine mother specifically and her creation and the way creation really just spirals out through all time and space. Mm-hmm. Um, basically it represents creation and the way that it echoes out and just keeps ripples out and the spiral could be never ending truly. So next question is, with the fall of Atlanta, some of you went to Egypt and you went to Yucatan. Was there any traveling and exchange happening between Egypt and Yucatan? Not tip, I think. Oh yes, eventually, yes. You're right. Good question. You saw that. So eventually, yes. Um, I see kind of like the Egyptian tribe kind of coming over and check us out. We didn't quite leave here because we couldn't, like there was so much going on here. Um, but yeah, we, but not too much, maybe like once or twice, but otherwise remember we were telepathically linked so we could just kind of communicate, you know, without needing to see each other. Okay. What else? Oh, was there a Black Panther good in the Mayans? <laughs> oh my God, y'all. There's going to be a video I'm going to be sharing this month. When I come back. Oh, because by the way, I'm going to host two retreats back to back. Come join me in Angel Oak, South Carolina, you all. Still spots available. When I come back in a couple weeks, um, so I'll be here, I think, for like two Fridays in a row. Um, We'll see if I'm able to share this video, but I'm going to talk to you about 
the civilization that I ran into that I think wants to talk that are related to the Black Panther kind of um, information. And we will talk about them later. Okay, so great question. You're already in tune with that. Look at you, you're ahead. You're ahead already. Um, okay, so let's see. Thus, uh-huh. So I'm gonna need a whole episode for that to explain that to you, that in Africa happening. Okay, um, I'm excited to go to Africa next. Okay, is, is Kokotan closely related to Tahuti and Buddha? Yes, but remember, it's just star children and they don't want any form of worship, nor do they care for a name, really, honestly. Like, you know, where there's so many different names that, that you know, don't, It's hard, like, you know, being that's just like multi-dimensional constantly shifting, it's like you don't quite have, say, a limiting name. Your name is so expensive that there's like this infinity of just love light, Adam. Okay. Did Enki get involved with the Mahi? So Enki, I feel, is basically the Archon, is what they've shown me. So Enki is the Archon incarnated. So Merlin, that we talked about, the false magician. Mm-hmm. Um, get involved in Mahi. I don't know about Mahi. I don't even know who that is. I don't quite read much, you all. So I don't know these names. So I honestly, it's just kind of, yeah. So I just share pure knowledge here. Um, what, what I read is just like a quick little thing if I need to, and that's it. Otherwise, I just let it channel because I'm connecting to the aura hypnosis that I put myself in and I'm communicating what they're telling me. Okay. Um, so let me see the divine, the source of light. Okay. So yeah, that's who Enki is. Darkon. So what can you share about the central race? Any connection to the raw collective? Thank you, Divine Mother. Ah, so yeah, so um definitely raw. There's like raw star children being so they were so cute. I see kind of like they're, you know, they're looking like blue avians, but then they also look like a little bit like her form, like humanoid birds so beautiful like the colors are so rich that's why you see also she's saying like the headdresses how they would wear like feathers right the indigenous tribes feathers and they drum and it's like they knew they know the teachings from back then they're still even like with all this distortion and this target on the indigenous people especially like in the north america Mexico, at least they let them survive, but they made them all become like cultist religions, right? And then they unfortunately like just raped their children. It's so horrible and, you know, made them become Catholics or whatever Christianity. And, but like, we're talking about like the Americas, they wiped them out, you know? Um, so there's so much trauma here that needs to be healed in the lands of the Americas because of all those indigenous tribes that were abused, raped, and killed, murdered like that. Um, I mean, but there's still some, but I mean, not in the ways that they were. Wow. Um, yeah, so back to, yes, um, there was Rock Collective, yeah, divinities already being born here on Earth. So the Rock Collective is... It's just basically another form, kind of like a Christ consciousness, but then there's the raw, like that, like another soul group, 
of infinite souls within that raw. But we've channeled the raw before. Okay, we're gonna answer all your questions. Here we go. We're almost done. Um, there's someone's asking, is there anything we should know regarding the 13th month calendar? Absolutely. I'm going to really explain that in the course that I'll be teaching in the future, hopefully in the next couple of months um, for you all. And just that we want to be vibing to technically the ways that the Mayans did it. And you're going to read different books, but the accurate information is that um, there was 20 days in a month, say, and then 20 days times 13 i believe basically there's 260 days to the year and i i would have to re this gets really trippy so i would really have to s put a course together for that because yeah so basically um when you look at the ancient teachings even like there was like a a little story you read the story i just saw the article of it but the they were talking about the mayan twin brothers who were the heroes and guess who those twin brothers were so they left these sacred knowledgeists again they were divine father michael the twin brothers that we talk about michael and the prince of light and there they are in the mayan teachings but people don't understand what they're reading and through these hieroglyphics and teachings that they left behind they don't realize that that's what we were talking about the twin brothers are divine father Michael and the Prince of Light. Okay. Um, even like the 13, yeah, they believe that there's 13 dimensions. That is accurate. Again, Atlantean information that was given to them and the 13 dimensions of the school, but beyond the school, there's, you know, even higher dimensions, right? Everything that we've been talking about is just quite incredible, like how we've been teaching this already. And I honestly did not even know it. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Um, Especially at the beginning, I didn't know it, but throughout time, of course, I started realizing while wow, we're teaching from their time and space of Mayan Atlanteans. Okay, so um, at this point, of course, we know. But yeah, could you share? Okay, could you share? Please share the implications of the scenes, Christ consciousness, Mayan civilizations. Well, um, that is really hard to answer because it's taking me a whole series to answer for you. <laughs> so go wa watch this whole playlist from the beginning where I spoke of all these characters, these civilizations you just asked about and they took a whole series just like you're watching now of the mayan to explain themselves a whole episode okay um so regarding so so it's just basically starseed beings right energies that are coming in to assist waves of volunteers of these people who are able to hold the, themselves in the in the organic world versus the artificial Regarding astrology, is the tropical system we are now, we are using now without Ophicius, 13th sign. No, Ophicius was always there, so Ophicius should be there, truly accurate, so Ophicius has to be, has to be there, that's the accurate one. So there's something about Ophicius that we'll talk about in the course that they've tried to delete it, but it's back, right? So they've heard there was a true sky astrology like the vedic that's more accurate uh-huh yeah yeah definitely for sure all right so i have answered your questions thank you you all phenomenal time here um so let me go ahead and read out some of these comments um let's see what you guys have here happy spring season and veluvia veluvia everyone veluvia veluvia all oh, we're also ready for this moment in time yay um 
And Michael says, we have been cleaning rain here in the south. Mm, beautiful. Rain here across the pond. It's beautiful. In England, too. Oh, okay. Water dragons, busy bees cleansing today. Thank you. Water cleansing all over the world. Beautiful. Love the thumbnail image. Me, too. So beautiful. Um, someone said about her description. Wow, what a beauty. Yes, such a beauty. Um, someone said, I just found you. Wow. Oh, yay. Welcome. Love you. And I'm so happy. I just got back from Mexico and connected with a God and God is so grateful. Ooh, now you know that you were talking to the star children born in that time and space because basically they were born there, but their essence, their spirits are still there. They're, they're, they're protecting these lands still, right? In spirit form, someone said, I have chills from head to toe. I wonder when you got those chills. <laughs> um, I'd like to know when that was. So the next one is, yes, that's so true. We have lived in so many galactic lives, but in this moment in time, we are here and we are need to honor this life. Live in present, assist mothers, spread love, light, joy. That's right, keep going. And someone else said, a guy inserted plastic bottles filled with bleach to the roof and bottles would glow, bringing in light to the homes. I don't know about bleach, but that's interesting. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> okay. Powerful. Thank you for explaining the connection between the pyramids and the Tertarian buildings and, and the stars. That's right. Thank you. I'm starting to forget, but yeah, you just reminded that to me. Wow. Yes, that makes sense. So next one is this will be profoundly true. Greetings, you bountiful beauty, <laughs> a splendid godchild telling reality. Oh, thank you. Very poetic. Love it. <laughs> Next one is incredible transmission. I'm very connected to Mayan energy and moving to Mexico. Thank you, Oran Goddess. Incoming. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, honor you, and respect you. You are all absolutely gorgeous to be able to be here holding the space to understand these sacred teachings. Um, again, share, join me in all our retreats, online workshops, Rising Phoenix Mystery School. Come learn some of these mind teachings because, again, even though I'm, a, I'm going to make a course like directly linked to, say, their hieroglyphics, their teachings, how the sun works, like I'm going to go very, very deep with these teachings that I'm seeing at least two courses that I'll have to teach because it's going to be so much. Know that we've already been teaching it, you all. This whole series playlist that we channel so beautifully freely every friday live 1 p.m central time one that well we do every many different episodes right but this series that we've been channeling for years was all sacred teachings of the mayans you all so go go back and study if you need but it's already been there so hope to see you through some sessions some courses i love you go to risingphoenixora.com for more information go buy the books thank you for being you Thank you. I'll see you next time, you all. All right.